The McElroy brothers are not experts, and their advice should never be followed. Travis insists he's a sexpert, but if there's a degree on his wall, I haven't seen it. Also, this show isn't for kids, which I mention only so the babies out there will know how cool they are for listening. What's up, you cool baby? It's familiar, but not too familiar, but not too Welcome to my brother, my brother, and me. This week, we're all about the supermoon. <laughs> What's it's up? It's like a moon and a half. Like, I got used to a certain level of... Uh, I became accustomed to a certain level of moon. But mm-hmm. now, like, the standard, the... the it's it's a, it, it changed the paradigm for moon. For moon paradigms. For me, personally, it was like that one scene from Bruce Almighty, where he pulls the moon down... And then he, he like starts kissing on Jennifer Aniston. Listen, Justin, Griffin, I'm sorry to interrupt you, but I just want you to know, I've been meaning to say something for a while. I'm starting to worry about the amount of Bruce Almighty references you make. Like, it's starting to be like like a constant stream of like Bruce Almighty. I have to, I have to relate this Bruce Almighty story to you guys. When the supermoon happened, my bride, my wife, looked at it, and Sydney said, that looks like a... Uh, that reminds me of that scene in Bruce Almighty, and I told her I hadn't seen it, and she proceeded to, over the next seven minutes, relate the entire plot of Bruce <laughs> Almighty to me. I never egged her on. I never said, uh-huh, do tell, tell me more. Like, the whole plot. And then at the end, I said, well, that was everything that happens in Bruce Almighty, I guess. I'll tell you, I'll tell you what's so surprising to me about that story, Justin. Tell um, me. I'm surprised, not that your wife went through the pants to tell you what happens, uh, but that it took her seven whole minutes. I know. It, well, there's a. He lot gets of god powers from from Morgan Freeman, and he fucks up with them, and then he gives them back. And he learns lessons. Yeah, no, you're ignoring the lessons though. This she went into some of the specific lessons that he picks up along the way, and then she, she said, and now we're, and at the end she said, well, now I guess we're all ready to see Evan Almighty, which I I don't plan <laughs> on doing that either. This is my brother, my brother, and me. It's an advice show for the modern era. I am uh, the eldest McElroy, Justin, and I am Travis. And, and I am I and I Griffin. <laughs> I wanted to I wanted to sound uh, like a knight. We take your uh, we take your questions and we turn them into wisdom. Let's do it. My life sucks. Oh, here are a few examples why I feel that way. I'm unmotivated. I work at Target and I never have any money. I would like to go to school and get my education papers so that I can do more of the things I want to do in my life. Problem being that I've been to school for a year and dropped out both semesters in a row because of frequent gravity bong usage. <laughs> My depression drove me to move across the country, but I'm even more confused. What should I change so I can quit this wretched job? Kyle. Kyle? You need <laughs> Kyle, to- you just gotta step it back. You gotta walk. You know you know that part in footprints where it's like, where there's a single pair, that's where I carried you? The, if you look at your footprints, the parts where they kind of go astray and wander into the ocean, or where you set a gravity bong down there. And then <laughs> there's a Kyle-shaped... Indent in the ground. That's where you fell down, <laughs> and just took a nap for a while. <laughs> just took a nap for a while, and then you wandered into Target, the Target Ocean. All, all of these you... things unmotivated. That you just you know you can control that. You work at Target. You can control that. You never have any money. You can control that. Like all of these things are within your your reach. There seems to be one keystone <laughs> in, a, in, this, in place. It's this heavy gravity bong that he's using for dubers. <laughs> How, how can do you guys know what a gravity bong is? Can someone explain that to me? Sure. Uh, it, you you take, jump off a building, and as you're falling, <laughs> it's the most extreme kind of bonging you can. I do. mean, I, I don't, I don't know what it means, but it seems like every bong is a gravity bong, right? Well, no, like, there's, there's like, an anti gravity bong. No, there's like a, see, that, that would be fucking rad. <laughs> it's like a, it's like a, uh, 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 you put a, a bottle of marijuana in a bucket, I think. And then, as the smoke goes up, there's a change in air pressure, and the mm-hmm. bottle floats with the weed in it. I don't know. I'm not a. Is this, is this I don't. Real? I don't do this. this Let me. I'm gonna throw um, you an answer that I think maybe if you add two letters to an important word in this question, you can change it. Maybe Targeter. instead of frequent gravity bong, infrequent gravity <laughs> bong usage. Yeah, I have an occasional. 
an irregular schedule of gravity bong usage. You can still hit the graph every now and then, but not not Monday through Friday and then twice on Saturdays, but every other Sunday. Just pretend, just say like, hey, did I do my homework? Well, it's time to gravity bong. Mm-hmm. If you, that's, you, so that's it. You set up a reward system. Like, I just ran two miles. Time to grav bong. <laughs> and then you grav bong, and then it probably cancels out whatever. But whatever you do, don't reward yourself before you do something. Like, you know, I think I've decided <laughs> to go for a two-mile run. Mm-hmm. I'm so proud of myself. I'm going to hit this gravity bong, and then I'm going to have my dessert like, first. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, no, don't do that. It's like sneaking a sneaking a present on Christmas Eve, except except you get high. I guess you get high mm-hmm. and you don't do anything, and you work at Target. Nothing wrong with working at Target, by the way. It's I think it's the the most high class of all um, you know mega retailers. I think oh, yeah. so, definitely. I met a wonderful. They got girl. Isaac Mizrahi stuff. Yeah, it's really nice. Some Todd. Uh, What's that guy, Todd? Oldham. Todd guy. Oldham. Todd, Todd Oldham gear. I met a really wonderful girl with lots of wonderful qualities and similar interests to my own, but there is a catch. She's about seven years younger than me. I'm just out of college. We're both of legal age, but I am still worried about the social implications of dating someone who's a good deal younger. I don't want everyone to think I'm some creeper. Would pursuing such a relationship be uh, condemnable or commendable? Scared of disapproving looks. <clears throat> I'm trying to, this is like one of those brain teasers. There's like, there are three brothers and one is, you know, Joey's older than Todd, but younger than right. Roger. So what's, I'm trying to figure out what these ages are. It's let's say be like somewhere eight. between, if she's still in college, it's got to be between 18 and 25 or 22 and 29. Either way, bro, you're not fresh out of college. No, yeah, the freshness, the shine has come off that apple officially. <laughs> he might be just out of college, but it might have taken him a little longer <laughs> than it would for a regular Joe. Maybe he's a doctor. Maybe he's a doctor. Who's think about ba- that. And if you're a doctor, like this is the the expected behavior or, here. Or maybe he's following the Kyle path through college. Yeah. Take, just take, take that, that, Kyle. Put take that, you, Kyle. You were taking a grab bong hit while we said that, and you choked on it. <laughs> So you jump in your graph bong smoke, Kyle. Uh, so I, if you if you take the existence of the universe and it was, as long as a football field, the the existence of humanity would be the width of one blade of grass at the very end of the end zone. So when you shit. think of it that way, seven years is scientifically nothing. speaking nothing. When There's, you put it that way, I want to go fuck everything that moves and jump off of a bridge because it doesn't matter. <laughs> don't think of it that way. What, whatever you do, don't think of it that way. Your life you... is meaningless. Whatever no, you do is just a mean... breath in the wind. It is, you know what, in the great cosmic sense, maybe. So it, it, if, if, if you are happy, if she makes you happy, go for it. This What's is, the point of us giving advice anymore if we're just saying <laughs> that we're blades of grass on a Life is field? empty of consequence. Um, Kyle, yeah. got, buy an extra gravity bong and do it twice <laughs> as much, I guess. Kyle, sell us <laughs> your gravity bong. <laughs> I would say that the, the difference isn't the age, and it's not even the maturity. It's just, like, life experience. And so I believe Sex that the, the person that someone is when they're, like, 18 is a completely different person most of the time than they are by the time they're like 23. Like, yeah, but like if you're talking action items, was he supposed to dump her because she, she might suck in a few? No, like, I'm just saying like that is why I think people disapprove of it. I don't think it's inherently the age. I think it's like you're taking advantage of someone inexperienced. Um, so like, you know, F I, it. Here's the thing. Here's the thing. Yeah, right now, like seven years probably makes seems seems a pretty wide gap. When you're eighty and she's seventy three, still no one wants to see you kiss. I mean, that's <laughs> just, that's all there is to it. I'm gonna be honest. I never want to see anybody kiss. What really? Yeah, like uh, maybe in a movie or like at a wedding or there there are a few acceptable occasions. I was at a concert. Um, no, this past weekend I was at South by Southwest. Yeah, and there were there was this couple standing in front of me. Like every like no joke. 45 seconds to minute and a half they would they would turn to each other and just like kiss deep and hard and that's no good that's no. not saying, good nobody wants to see that so the i guess the advice there is dater but but don't let anybody know about it <laughs> just keep it like a secret keep it uh, like a deep secret uh griffin 
Yeah, I got you. You know what I need, boo. Uh, this one was sent in by Matthew Odin. Thank you, Matthew Odin. Uh, it's written by Yahoo Answers user Starhawk Mystery. Uh-huh. Good. <laughs> Good start. Go on. Who That's asks, an old family name. <laughs> who asks? Well, and this question's short, so don't blink or you'll miss it. Okay. How strong is a girl's bond with her horse? <laughs> like, oh, jeez. Like, empirically? Like, you want to put a number on okay, it? Okay, so you want to talk about, like, an what ionic What kind of dynamic bond? force can it take before it snaps? Uh, yeah. In, in, in Newtons, please. Yeah, mm. what kind of gravitational pull is that horse putting out? If I were to put that horse in a gravity bong, what kind of water displacement <laughs> would there be? Eureka! I've discovered... <laughs> I put a horse in my gravity bong. I'm really, really high now. But I, you put I, your gravity bong on my horse. You put your horse <laughs> in my gravity bong. Two great tastes that get this horse fucked up as shit. <laughs> my bond port. is pretty good with you, but if I could put my mouth on your snoot and suck pot out of it, I would pretty much... It would be, like, super strong. Like, really, really strong. Uh, I don't know that there's a bond stronger than that between a girl and a horse. Mm-hmm. Um, Especially unless, if she lost her virginity Unless like, you to sewed it. the girl and the horse together. Yeah, that would be pretty strong, I think. Um, what is, the, the, what is the strength of a bond between a girl and her centaur? <laughs> um, how about, do you want to hear some answers? Let's see what other people said, because there, <laughs> yeah. are, 20, there are 24 of them. Oh, okay. good. Oh, good. You know, that means that someone looked at it and said, those 23 people are sort of describing <laughs> mm-hmm. how strong a bond between a girl and a horse Let me is, see if I can quite. get this more on the nose. <laughs> Let me see if I can hone this down to, it, to the real truth. If you love horses, then as stronger as anything else in the world, if they are money makers, then nothing is there. But So, so if you love horses, sure but hate... That. So, like, if the horse has a job... Yeah, uh... So if if you love horses but hate making sense, then uh-huh. you'll probably be really into horses. All the girls I know that have horses have small feet, and they would rather ride their horses than ride their man. So I guess a woman's bond with her horse is perhaps obsessive. What kind of porn was this guy searching for? He, listen, no. <laughs> he stumbled onto this question. Hey, listen, he provided what's uh, with uh, he provided us with empirical evidence to support his his assertion that women love horses more than men. Mm. Uh huh. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And that Anybody is that they have small feet. Are there any answers from horses? Um, <laughs> just one that says like, "I'd like to stay out of this." How about this? <laughs> no, I think this was written by a horse. Very strong. Jake and Christy act like mother and son. No, really, they do. He waits for her every night to get there, and she brings him a peppermint candy and a carrot or apple. Hey, what? did you? How was your childhood? It was pretty dope. Uh, every night, my mom would visit me, and she would bring me a peppermint or an apple, and then she would brush my hair and ride me. So I guess it was a pretty good childhood, I guess. Um, Just like a mother and son, she visits him nightly and brings him an apple. Guys, I think that this person is writing equestrian fan fiction. <laughs> in I'm gonna, yeah, I'm going to throw out the... On the Yahoo Answers like comment section on a question, this is officially the saddest <laughs> thing that exists in, on the in internet. In this circumstance, not always, but in this circumstance, a side is really, really necessary. Who the fuck are Jake and Christy? Who are Jake and Christy? We don't know them just because you do. That's not how the internet and works. And even better, if it was like a strange name, if it was like, you know, Bluebity Blue and Schmappity Bat, okay, great, it's made up people. But Jake and Christy is like, do I know Jake and Christy? Which one's, Which one's the horse? Which one's the horse? Tell me that. <laughs> That's Unless a good question. Is Jake and Christy the horse's name? Because that might be like an okay, like racing horse name. That mm-hmm. would be pretty good. Because it's like the the running speed of two people. Yeah, there isn't a word. Horses are basically, if you think about it, horses are just two people. Yeah, right. They are because they're, they're they two got, people with a long neck. Are you thinking legs. of like a Halloween costume? I'm thinking of like. No, no, I'm talking about the actual physio- physiology of a horse. Oh, sure. Four legs, right? Right. Double-length double torso, double-length neck, double-length face. Big hair, teeth. Teeth. Yeah. We have those. Jumping. Four, four eyeballs. Yeah. <laughs> what? And two buttholes. <laughs> there yeah, Mr. Ed was a pretty weird show. <laughs> <laughs> there isn't a word or a million words that could even come close to describing it. Is there? 
million words? I'm gonna let's see if we can drop a hundred right now. Oh my god! Strong, potent, meaningful, robust horse horseman. (laughs) (laughs) This is my this is my twenty novel series. It doesn't about how much horses love women. And how strong their bond is, it doesn't come close. I wish it came I, close, but I can't seem to quite get there. Maybe I can't another million these depths words enough to really ram it home. Hey, have you ever read Secretariat? Yeah, that bitch is like seven hundred pages long. Not nice try, author of Secretariat. Yeah, nice, not, not no dice. Not close, and no cigar. <laughs> uh. I don't feel comfortable replying thank you when I have sneezed and someone says bless you. I don't know why I should thank them, since I have no affiliation with any religion. It seems strange to be considered okay to say bless you to anyone who sneezes. I've tried just not sneezing, but sometimes it is impossible. What should I do in this situation? I usually say nothing. JZ. Why? I would yell, how dare you? <laughs> you bitch. I didn't know that we marketed our show to heathens. To, I thought it was mainly religious, good, good people, good, good, good Christian people. Why don't it's you like, just take the take the power that the, that blessing gives you? Like blessings are imbued with power. You do understand that, right? Like when someone says "bless you," they're not just like being congenial. They're giving you power. <laughs> power. Uh, they're giving you uh, abilities. They're, I think they're giving you super abilities that you can use, but only when the super moon's out. <laughs> <laughs> Once every 17 years, you harness all the sneeze blesses you get, in, and you can channel them into energy balls. Pyrokinesis. I mean, it? what do you, why do you give a shit? Like, I mean, it says that the person is doing it to be polite. It's a social custom more than it is sort of a religious one. Mm-hmm. And you're not, I mean, it's derived from, like, people thinking the devil is jumping out of you when you sneeze. Like, I don't think those people say that, believe that, you know what I mean? Like, I don't think they think, do you know the- oh, do you know the real reason for it? That's the real reason. That's not it. Sure it is. Not quite. What do you think? I thought it was because when you sneeze, your heart stops and you die temporarily. Like your heart you die stops. for a second. You can't your heart can't beat while you're sneezing. So it stops for a second. Okay. And people say bless you in case you it doesn't start back up again. So then if you die, A, you get to go to heaven, and B, when you get there, you have you have super abilities. That's also oh. why anytime anyone sneezes, I yell, "I get a stereo." Yes. <laughs> I I there are I, I just Wikipedia it. There are apparently differing differing definitions. That's one of them, though. I don't think that yeah. people. I mean, people were like soups dumb back in the day. Like I understand that, but I don't think they ever thought. I don't think they were ever wacky enough to think that when you sneeze, the, a little bit of the devil jumps out of you. Jump- out of your face. <laughs> That's what they- Griffin, I hate to I hate to break it to you, but that's absolutely true. Sure it is. That it was a demon escaping your body. Well, then why would they say bless you? Why wouldn't they be like, hey, you got that demon out? High five the demon to keep the demon from going back in. Well, then why didn't people just like cover their nose and mouth all the time, like to keep demons from getting in? People back in the day were so fucking dumb. They didn't know anything. They're so stoops. I, I think that I think that uh, you just say it and you take the compliment. It's like it's like we we've talked about it, I think before. I don't know if we've touched on this before, but uh, like if you're at a meal where someone blesses the meal as part of their culture, like you don't wait till everybody has their head bowed in their silence room and go bullshit <laughs> or like I'm out, <laughs> I'm out. This is too-. or just like wait till they're in mid prayer and then <laughs> cut like a totally wrong. <laughs> Raunchy, raunchy tune or something. You respect it, you know. You, you don't, you don't just disregard it if it's important to those people. And this isn't even a religious thing. It's like yeah. A, Who it's says like bless a, you for religious reasons? Like when you sneeze, no one's moved by the Holy Spirit to say it's just something you say. It's just like, a it's reaction. Like in God, our, we trust is written on our money. You don't like tear that up and throw it in the face of hope. How many people yeah. do you think have been converted? Thanks to just like a really friendly like post sneeze like message like a chew right. bless you what I've got good news <laughs> <laughs> I'm glowing with the spirit I have such good news well okay listen is this something we can market is this something we can capitalize on it, can we come up with a non denominational um, uh, like sneeze exchange that that you can say 
that both the the, the sneeze recipient and the sneeze sneezer can can say. Let me How hit about, you with this. What about if someone sneezes, you look them down the eye and say, "Ah, you sneezed." Because that's what you're saying. When you say bust you, you're saying, hey, I caught you. Caught your sneezing. What about this one? I've seen better. <laughs> that's really Now, good. see, I think we need to keep any evaluation out of it, because that's that's just going to be too complex. This needs to be something you could just, like, bang. Like, it's something you just get out on the go on an airplane. What about mm. gross? <laughs> I kind of like that. <laughs> gross. Stop it. What about, can we try yucky? <laughs> Ugh. Your snot's getting out. Should we keep it monosyllabic? Hanky. New hanky. Mm. Um, sleeve, sleeve it. Sleeve <laughs> it. That's good. <laughs> Next time, for me, sleeve it. Also, everybody knows that you're supposed to cough and sneeze into your, into your elbow now, right? Feels yes. weird. That's the thing to do. All right. So maybe, says. maybe instead of saying any one thing, we can just deliver tips to that person on how they can sneeze better. Yeah. And then we can record it for like 45 minutes. Podcast. Done. Uh, uh, Jason, I'm going to give you one last bit of advice. The next time someone says to you, bless you, look at them and go, no, bless you. And then walk away as quickly as you can. I'm not comfortable with this war on Christmas-esque thing that's going on in this podcast. Yeah, this war on Christmas tight. Uh, you know uh, you know all the blessing I need, Griffin? Um, you need the the one you do before you eat, dinner. At a fancy restaurant, so you look impressive in front of all your yeah. friends. Um, I, that's really the only one you need because it gets. Well, free. I also need a free trip to the money zone. What? Let's get paid. Like, that's... I need a better liner. The guys that stop podcasting yourself, they have a fun little song they sing about paying the bills and being grown up. We sing a song <laughs> at the end of our thing. That's and, something. And by right. we, I mean me. This podcast... You guys could really start pulling your weight during the jingles. This podcast is bullshit. Yep. How do I know? <laughs> because there's a much better podcast. Uh, uh, there are several, there. but there are we're going to talk about one that paid us to talk about it. Yeah, uh... <laughs> <laughs> that's not why we're doing it you're ruining the fourth wall the lion in tweed is the story of a college professor of economics and sound studies who plays folk music on the side he is also a lion mm-hmm. I feel like that should be enough of a commercial right there because if you hear that and you don't like start heading to the lion in tweed dot com right now then you're um, then you're a monster I think my favorite. I like that it's 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 pretty meta. It's a an episodic musical podcast of fictionalized life. Like it's made up on so many different levels about you know a lion. Here's Is one it, of the here's one of the selling points. Here's one of the bullet points we were provided. It's a well groomed lion stuffed into a corduroy blazer and blue boot cut jeans. <laughs> okay, <laughs> cool. This is the skanky like threadbare lion you're used to. And this isn't a like a groomed lion. This isn't like a Chester cheetah. We're not talking yeah. about like a rude dude with tons of tude. We're talking <laughs> this about is the guy you'd, you'd invite over. This is a classy college professor that you can sit around with. You can talk about Proust, and maybe once the night comes up, hit that gravity bomb because you know how <laughs> you and the lion. You know how professors. You know are. how college professors. Uh, there's artwork by a uh, Rinston Roundtree of the uh, webcomic Subnormality. Um, and there say it is a is described as a new model of music on the internet with focus on the podcast as performance, kind of like what Max Fun does with comedy. I really dig uh, that. I always think like I love music, I love podcasts. I can't listen to both at once, or it's cacophonous. Yeah. It's just cacophony, and they have blended the two. Uh, they blended the two together. I love I love this, and and you will too. Uh, go to thelionintweed dot com. Follow him on Twitter. He's at the lion in tweed, or subscribe to the podcast on iTunes. Um, if it's just the line in tweet. You, so have you listened sir, to the first episode that's up yet? Have you listened to it? How I uh, want to know how much I listened to a few minutes of it when I when I was at South by Southwest, but I didn't have time to really digest it. How much devouring goes on? Does he? Dev- how many people does he devour throughout the course? I've yet to hit any devourments. Devour it. See, that seems disingenuous. Like yeah, the podcast to- is really great, and it's um, it's doing some groundbreaking things with music comedy fusion, but. 
I need some I need some wholesale devourment. Maybe maybe uh maybe they they wanted to include more of that, but uh while they were making the website it just got too hard. Uh-oh. Or or boring or maybe even frustrating, you know? Uh. Maybe there was a lot of uh a bunch of weird tech issues they had to deal with. Maybe there were some problems with PHP. Is this CSS? HTTP? I don't understand it. <laughs> I don't know uh, how any of this works, but I do know. I do know one thing, Griffin. What's that? I know how Photoshop works. Yeah, that one's I'm easy. A Photoshop. You want to put a baby's head on a man's body? I'm there. <laughs> man's head on a baby's body? I got you. Do you want to take resort my face? to grotesque surgery? <laughs> do you, do you want to take the cover to the movie Space Jam and cut my face out and put it on the front of everybody else's faces on the cover of Space Jam? I yeah. yes. I, <laughs> I did do that already, so don't don't, <laughs> no don't waste your time. For that. If you know how to use Photoshop, then you can uh use the Photoshop plugin called Site Grinder 3. It's made by Media Lab. Another uh Max Fun uh listener, Tom Summerall, makes makes this. Um and it, it is just that. It is a Photoshop plugin uh that lets you turn your Photoshop designs into finished uh websites. Real Honest to God websites, not just like a picture you click on. They've got content management, edit everything, uh, e-commerce you can add, and uh, soon you'll even be able to make WordPress themes with it too. I know and we then don't. Eventually, it will become sentient and kill you in your sleep. <laughs> yeah, that's the thing. Like, I know we don't advertise bullshit, but this sounds like some phony baloney wizardry. <laughs> this sounds like some. This sounds like a wizard made it. That's the last. Uh, that's the last bullet point. Actually, made up. <laughs> made up by a wizard. <laughs> <laughs> not extant. It's. A, uh, it, it, I mean, it seems like you. This is like you can't turn a Photoshop into a website. Think about it. You can't, you can't turn. Can. A, you can't turn a, a a fruit by the foot into a digital picture frame. Like that's a, that's that's the tagline. Actually, it says, "Hey, you dumb motherfucker, you can do this now." Hey, dumb fuck. You know how you go to websites? You're like, I remember these. <laughs> that's last gen. Uh, you can even make uh, awesome fa- Facebook fan pages in Photoshop. Yeah. Uh, you go to medialab.com or sitegrinder.com, and you can learn more about these. Or and or go to thelineandtweet.com if you're hopping around the net. Go to both. Mm-hmm. Treat yourself to both of these, and you might end up uh, crafting a, a jingle that goes exactly like oh, shit. this. This is going to be tricky because I got to... Wait, you might <laughs> have a jingle that goes just like this. Got to mash them up. Is a mashup. <laughs> I'm trying to lead you in here. I want to give Here's you a mashup. one more time. Girl talk. <laughs> Shit. The lion in tweet is a friend indeed. And he's also a podcast too. Shit, nope, fuck. Lost it. Alright, that was a good start. Here we go. The lion in tweet is a friend indeed. And he's also a podcast too. And a lion in time is a fine feline. But don't let him devour you. I gotta do something on Media Lab. I made a photoshop with me and my best friend Michael Jordan (laughs) actually it was me and Michael Jordan and the cast of Space Jam it was called me and Space Jam I gotta do another verse (laughs) (laughs) didn't even mention a thing alright here we go I took me and Space Jam And I turned it into a website <laughs> Using Media Labs Site Grinder technology You can visit it Visit it Visit it At Griffin Space Jam Dot com <laughs> that was the worst. <laughs> For fear of dwelling too long.
in the I buddy have done zone. So many Griffin, what what exactly is the per <laughs> what is the website for? What are you doing there? <laughs> <laughs> Space Jam. Oh, is it just for your Space Jam fan fiction? There's <laughs> a story about me and Michael Jordan. Another story about the same topic. Listen, I got on a about? hot streak. I was trying to find the exit off of that musical highway, and I missed it. And then I just had to keep going on the Michael Jordan Express. <laughs> you had no other choice. Oh, what could you fuck. do? Oh, Jesus. Oh, man, I'm going there right now. GriffinSpaceJam.com. So thanks to our friends uh, for helping us to support the show. You're if welcome. you want to support the show and this, and who wouldn't? And Griffin's that? side projects. Good luck fitting that jingle into a commercial, by the way. Griffin's it's going to be like four out. minutes long. Yeah, uh, it's uh, email Teresa at uh, MaximumFun.org. That's Teresa with an H. Uh, my friends never wash their hands after using the bathroom. We usually get together and play video games, so the thought of unwashed hands touching communal controllers is disgusting i know they don't because when i go to use it the soap hasn't been touched and the sink is always dry also it's pretty obvious when you hear the flush and they walk straight out i hesitate to call them out on it because i don't want to embarrass them by asking them to do so is there any way my friends can be encouraged to wash their genital germs off their hands i'm about to start wearing gloves to our hangouts phil Phil, first off, I just want to celebrate the detective work that you're doing. Yeah, way to go there, Monk. (laughs) Hey, uh, get back from hosting Double Dare. (laughs) My friends don't watch their I I would just call them on it. I'd be like, hey, gross, how would you wash your hands? (laughs) Uh, I think you don't want to be that guy. I, I would say put a sign up. Put a sign up on the bathroom door that says, hey, did you wash your hands? Because sometimes all Phil's that's friends like, are required to wash hands before returning to game. Yeah. Yeah. This means that's... you, Derek. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that way if you don't single them out, they can they can think it's somebody else, but they can also like be your mind actually do it. Mm-hmm. Um a nice a nice sign it would uh, would be good. Let's trick or maybe them. like a maybe How like about... an electric shock collar. Oh, you know what? What if what if you got some celebrities to help to help you, and in this case, by celebrities, I mean us, who oh. are celebrities in the limited definition of our program. Hey, dirty. Hey, dirty hey. hands. Hey, dirty. You want to wash them up for me? They're dirty. Make that your ringtone, so you just play it for them whenever they come out of the bathroom. Hey, dirty. Hey, it's Justin McElroy from my brother, my brother, and me. Wash your hands. Dirty. Lick your hand right now. Bet you won't do it because you know what's going on there. The one study I need science to do for me, science is wasting their time with a lot of stuff. The one study I want to see is how often people wash their hands when they're alone in the bathroom, in like a communal public bathroom, and how many uh, wash their hands when there's people in there. It's got to be like 100% different, right? Did you guys, the did you guys used to hate washing your hands? I used to like not appreciate the act of and so I'd like I you know stick my hands under the water for like two seconds and then flick mud the water on the mirror and like, I used no joke I used to hate washing my hands to the extent that when I would um, this was a, a long time ago I now understand the the value of a good hand wash um, but I used to just turn the water on and then turn it off to make people think I wash my hands I was literally doing. I was exerting as much energy as was required to wash my hands, but in defiance of societal laws, I I didn't go through with the act. I tell you, if a bathroom has a Dyson Airblade, I'm about 90 times more likely to wash my hands, because I love it. Yeah, I can't get enough of it. Let's make washing hands fun again. Yeah, thanks, Dyson, for hey, doing that. Here's a thing that you could do, Phil. What if you started covering the inside doorknob to your bathroom in some sort of... Um, some sort of unsavory material. I don't know what you, what it might be. Um, maple syrup, because nobody wants the smell of maple syrup on their hands, right? Like that's a that's a bad smell to carry around with you all day. So cover the inside doorknob, and then they touch it. Maple syrup hands. Oh, gotta wash them anyway. You know what? Try this. Buy a new kind of like really fragrant hand soap, and then when they come out, say. Hey, did you check out the new hand soap? Do you think that it smells good or smells bad? Or I don't know if I like it or not. And then you're not calling them out, but they get all embarrassed because they didn't use any soap because they didn't wash their hands. This is good. I think you got to call them out because that's going to last for like a minute, the pain, the anguish of embarrassment. It's only going to last for a little bit, but the lesson will last a lifetime. 
Mm-hmm. Yeah, and try to try to uh, do it just one on one. I'm not. Who am I kidding? He's not going to do that. This is also. He's not going to talk to him about it. Excuse me, Derek. Up. Can I speak to you over here for a Look, minute? Can I speak to you um, in the kitchen, Derek? We've known each other for a long time now. Uh, We're friends, right? Uh, I have a weird uh, question that I'm not even sure we need to answer. <laughs> but when I was reading it, I enjoyed it so much that I want to share it with you. Okay. Okay. I have a question that's been in my head all week. The other day, I was trying to cut through an apartment complex, the same one I usually do for a shortcut to get to the mall, and a man was walking his dog through there. When me and my buddy started walking through, the old man asked us, are you going to walk through these apartments? And we told him yes. And he said not to, uh, because there's a man with a gun who lives there, and anyone who doesn't live there who passes by, he will shoot. (laughs) I told him it was illegal because it's an apartment building and he doesn't own it. His only responses to all my questions from here on is, it's private property. In a very annoying tone, we eventually left to go to the mall after 15 minutes wasted. But I've been thinking about other of other arguments, like what if relatives of a neighbor came by to visit and he shot them, or a Jehovah's Witness came by and his head was blown to bits. Was he lying, or is this a really scary situation? And this man <coughs> and the tenants who are threatening people need to be reported. <laughs> From Scott K. I would really like it to be true, just because I want to picture the scene of like someone walking up to that guy's door and knocking, like, "Hey, just so you know, um, my cousin is going to be visiting tomorrow. He's five foot two, uh, red hair. I'll have him, you know, do the hands up and announce himself. But if you could not kill him, that would be <laughs> hey, super. Hey, can you do me this one solid and not shoot my cousin Brian? He has red <laughs> Please hair. Please don't kill Brian on sight. What a <laughs> fuck! That- you should never live. murder anybody. Right? Like, that's our number one piece of advice, is that if you're about to murder somebody, don't do it and go do something else. I don't understand why you do it for something this small. Yeah, it's a it's a great question. Hey, I have a Yahoo answer to cleanse our palate with. Give it to me. Just kidding. It's an e-how article. <laughs> you tricked you again, you dumb bitch. You got me. <laughs> this one was sent in a long time ago, actually, by Jeff DeLong, but I bookmarked it and forgot about it until now. Um... Ehow article. Let me see if I can find it difficult. Oh, this one's moderately easy. Good. It makes okay. no bigs, basically. Don't worry about it. Hey, no bigs. You got this. How to talk to aliens. When you want to talk to aliens, you need to telepathically call them. Mm-hmm. Don't yell out your window, hey, aliens, I want to talk. You probably won't get a response. You need to approach this matter seriously by following uh, these steps. Sure. Mm-hmm. Step one. Step one. Meditate daily. Keep your thoughts pure. Like, like attracts like, and you don't want to attract any evil aliens. Focus on good, gentle aliens. Okay. Hey, Got who it? was that that was meditating and brought down these fucking surly aliens <laughs> that are shooting us? <laughs> ID4 stuff. Why did you meditate so hard? Why did you so meditate harshly? hard on angry things like ID4 aliens? <laughs> <laughs> know that aliens communicate telepathically and can hear your thoughts. Mm-hmm. Call them with clear intention. Tell them the reason you're calling them. Did you know that aliens can heal your every thought? Hey, every thought? Everything you Quit. think aliens are just hearing it from space and like, ah. Aliens have to be bored as shit. Mm-hmm. Quick like, question. Uh, like, what are you, what are you, what is your reason for calling aliens? <laughs> think of your reason beforehand. Hey, aliens, uh, what's up? I guess I just want to talk to aliens. I, <laughs> I yeah, have like I a super I, good reason. I think the reason for calling aliens is the same reason why you'd write an e-how article about how to call aliens. And that is... Uh, crippling loneliness. Just <laughs> right. Really, exactly. Um, Griffin, really anywhere, in the, anywhere in that article, um, does it give you any steps on how or when to welcome them to Earth? Uh, let's keep going. We'll find out. Okay. Th- three. Gaze at the stars from inside your home, or you may want to meditate outside in your underwear. This will... <laughs> <laughs> It'll draw the sexy aliens. This will save them the trouble of having to remove your clothes should they try to abduct you. Excuse me? No, stop. What? No explanation provided nor required. (laughs) Really? Does it say that? Hey, there he is. I'm gonna be I'm gonna be straight up with you. If anyone ever tries to abduct me into space and they're like, oh shit, he forgot to take his clothes off, you're yes, that's what I want. I don't wanna make it easier for them. To abduct me into space and, <laughs> yeah. like, dissect me and shit. I wasn't going to go to Earth tonight 
But if you look at Dylan down there, I think he's ready for biz. Like, you look at him, he's, he's DTF. He's, Dylan is down. Is it just me, or has, he, has Dylan oiled himself up? Well, that'll he, make it way easier. He is DTBA. Let's get him. <laughs> oh, man. Um, wow, you did, but see, you make it too easy for them. They don't like it. Mm-hmm. They want, they they, want they, a little bit of a challenge. Aliens? They like the hunt. S- sex aliens? They love the chase. Oh, yeah. <laughs> they also love little guys named Chase. Mm-hmm. So if your ch- name's Chase and you're out there, Pers- they're, they're into it. Persist in your de- daily meditation call and eventually you will get results. When the aliens appear, you don't need to shake their hands or introduce yourself. They already know who you are. They just want to fuck. That's and also, <laughs> also, they can read your mind and tell that you didn't wash your hands, you yeah. dirty fuck. Listen, oh. this seems like a pretty big gamble to take. Because if the aliens don't know who you are, you are naked and also pretty rude. <laughs> hey, we don't need names, do we? Uh, hey, yeah, I guess. Like, I'm an alien. This, <laughs> earthling, this earthling Chase0115 is nude and rude and totally crude. <laughs> He's a bad dude. He's a bad dude with dude. Let's get him. <laughs> I think him. we should wipe this let's, planet. Let's get him. Let's fire wipe Earth. <laughs> let's fuck. Let's get him. Telepathically, I'm a fuck you ID four style. Uh, I'm a fuck uh, you like Trent Spiner. Is that his name? Trent. Trent Spiner. His brother is Trent though. (laughs) If I was an alien, he'd be the first one against the wall getting fucked. Okay, Trent Spiner would. I'm just saying, I would teach him. Because it would be really ironic, because he gets absolutely perforated by aliens in ID four. <laughs> so yeah, right. People like they already know how he how he does how they how to get him. <laughs> he lo- he likes it. How, he loves, how Brent he likes, likes it, it in cervix. Yeah. Um, um, of course, they're not going to bother if he's not already outside and naked and praying mm-hmm. to them and lubed. Cooperate <laughs> with the aliens at all times. They get angry if you don't take their advice or do what they tell you. They may look spindly, but they can easily control you. Can they? This person's got a pretty robust knowledge of what these aliens are into. Listen, these if they aliens can easily control me. Why are they worried about if my clothes are off yet or not? Um, they want to see me strip. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it's actually incredibly unsexy for them because they don't wear clothes. They don't understand uh, it. Oh, they don't. So it's armor. They see armor. They see. They're like, why doesn't this guy have natural chitin? emerging from the skin. They get angry and they lose their boners and then you don't want to be up there when they lose their boners. That boner is the only thing keeping you alive in space! (laughs) Also, it's in their hand, which makes E.T. seem way different. Now, Talk with the aliens telepathically. Don't say words in your mind. Use symbols to communicate your ideas. Yeah, thanks. Uh, Now, it'll be real easy to control my thoughts. Yeah. My symbol is going to be a stop sign because I'm being fucked by an alien and I want it to stop. Please. Please Don't even bother telling them what to do. (laughs) So, yeah, what does it matter? Like, I think that you're past pretty well set once you ask them to come down. Hey, hey, P.S., do these rules change if you accidentally beam down the angry aliens? Like, should you submiss (laughs) as hard as they're telling you to? Oh, so you're saying if we beam down ID4 aliens, then we have an ID4-esque revolt against them. If we beam down... Sexians. What I'm saying is this guide should probably branch a little bit. There should be some some limited branching between if it's an angry alien or a cool alien. I, I like the <clears> idea <throat> that every other species, every other alien race in the galaxy, except human beings, can hear thoughts. Like, So they're up there just waiting for someone on Earth to call them down naked um, and then come down and just <laughs> fuck the I'm shit. ready. I just watched Earth Girls Are Easy. Let's get it wet. (laughs) Uh, I just want to point out that both movies we've referenced in this conversation have both starred Jeff Goldblum. Jeff Goldblum knows about fucking and fighting aliens. (laughs) Ride in in their ship if you like. I I can't do this anymore. Ride in their ship if you like. I don't think you have a choice. If they put you on there, you're... It says. You may not have a choice. No shit. You can't do anything they don't tell you to do. Hey... Aliens, you just fucked me, and it was really bad. Um, can you? My house is just that way. If no, oh, we're going, we're going to. Oh, you're gonna have, fuck me on Uranus. That's very funny. That's really, that's a really good goof it. and a hot spoof. It's <laughs> a pretty good spoof, aliens. Can I go home? <laughs> <laughs>
Are you gonna you kill me? This is nothing like Flight of the Navigator. This hurts. This hurts I'm everywhere. A picture of me dead. I'm I'm picturing the symbol of me dying. Can you do that, please? Uh, establish an ongoing relationship no. with them by telling no, them. No, we can't. By we telling can't. them you want to participate in their breeding program. No, it doesn't. No. It sounds like you already participated. <laughs> it's like you're in it to win it already. You are down with the rogue. You are ready. You are on board as much on board as you could be. You're naked and lying in your lawn and thinking about sexy, cool aliens. Like you are in it. <laughs> Crazy, sexy, How- cool aliens. <laughs> How many symbols do these bitches need? Like you're naked. With your, do they want you to gape it for them? Yeah. You reach back there. <laughs> My it. symbol. Step eighteen. Reach back. Spread butt cheeks. The aliens love it. The aliens love that shit. Here's how you get an alien turned on. In your mind, sing "Hello" by Lionel Richie. They love instant it. alien boner. <laughs> And then gape it. <laughs> um, that's all for the steps. There are some tips and warnings, including don't try to look an alien in the eye. It's almost impossible. <sighs> almost. I guess I guess because of the position that you're in, like it'd be hard to contort your body. <laughs> don't tell anyone about your talks with aliens. They'll probably think you're crazy. No shit. Don't even yeah. post on the internet about your talks with aliens. You may find yourself being followed by men in black or being buzzed by black helicopters. Uh-huh. Maybe. Or the Maybe. aliens will get on Facebook and be like, oh man, Robbie told about our fuck sesh. I thought that was private. <laughs> I'm changing our relationship status to angry. I'm changing it from currently probing him in his butthole. I'm changing it from Earth Girls Are Easy to ID4. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Sorry, Earth. Here comes the fire wipe. And thank you, and thank you to Dylan. We hope it was worth it. <laughs> we hope you really loved the probing. Um, I can't, this, is, this is semi-related. When the robots finally rise up and overthrow humanity, will Anthony Daniels be given a pass for his portrayal of C-3PO in Star Wars, or will set performance be seen as robot blackface? That's from Jessica. <laughs> um, I don't know what the advice here is, but I'm gonna I'm gonna um, I'm gonna pretend that she's uh, deciding whether or not to go visit Anthony Daniels, or maybe go see him perform. <laughs> <laughs> do that we can't remix these questions <laughs> remix kyle Dumbstep. from that first question he was asking about his awesome life and how to make it more awesome <laughs> yeah he doesn't uh, work at target think... he works at home depot i just did I that i don't think the aliens will have any love for c3po the character i think i mean he works for humans i think they're gonna see him as something of a of an uncle tron if you will oh, Justin. Oh. no you don't think so maybe <laughs> i'll, I'll the shot one, i guess i'll give you a guffaw but that's it that's, that's all it? you're getting for this all situation. right i will give okay. you half a chuckle i will give you a chuck listen that's i can't it. i can't laugh at this question because we just saw a robot run the fucking train on the best that humanity has to offer at jeopardy and now this isn't the future anymore, guys. This is this is yesterday. This is like two weeks ago, whatever that Jeopardy happened. We are living in the yesterday. Of we time. are living in the is yesterday where robots just brain-fucked Ken Jennings, like, got deep down in him. <laughs> like, he was, he was, like, as if, as if Ken Jennings were gaping like Dylan <laughs> on his lawn. They just got in there. He took him to a whole other dimension of shame. Um... He beat Ken Jennings so hard at Jeopardy, Ken Jennings is now impotent. That's true. <laughs> he can't reproduce. Right after so, he finished, right after he finished with Ken Jennings' brain, he shot off an EMP. Both <laughs> players are impotent. I can't even remember the other guy's name because his existence has been wiped from history. He did that because he's a fucking computer. I I think that this it's not a joke. I, if if there's if there's a god in heaven above, Anthony Daniels will be dead by the time the robot revolution. Oh, they will desecrate anthony daniels <laughs> they'll probably dig him up reanimate him with cyborg parts and then crucify him it will be brutal all right well listen i want to hear griffin's last question but uh first just real quick housekeeping things uh com is our website there you can find out how to ask us questions but spoiler you just mbmbam at maximumfun.org uh thank you again for uh for supporting the show if you donated look for your gifts uh, i think in the next six weeks or so just uh, keep an eye out on the mail you know we got a lot to send out um 
but keep an eye and definitely know if you got like a tote bag or something let us know when it comes in send us a, a fancy picture of yourself uh wearing it and carrying items in it um if you want to uh tweet about the show make sure you use the mbmbam hashtag let me see like quotes and and stuff like that people are are always really really uh nice about spreading the word that way um we got a question this week from Stephanie who said she loves the show, but the boyfriend showed it to me and always keeps his comedy sources a secret. But she wants to tell people about it. He won't let her. So I say go to Twitter, go to in person, burn a CD and just hand it to someone. Say, here, here, this is for you. I got this for you. Go Facebook. Just get around him. You got to spread the word. It's the most important thing. I, I want to drop some, sh- I'm gonna drop some shout outs to yeah. all, all the people I met in Austin. We did a quick uh, impromptu South by Southwest uh, meetup, me and Jordan Morris from Jordan Jesse Go did. Uh, and it was, a, it was a good time. It was a fun time. A lot of, the, the world's best people is what they call Austin. Austin, we got the world's best people, they said. And it's true. I know it. I know it as a fact. You know it deep down in your heart? I know it deep down in my heart. World's, world's best pizza, I meant to say people, but also our pizza's pretty good too. Uh, thanks to everybody spreading the word on Twitter. Thanks to Dorian Byrne, uh, goes to eleven, Ton- tons of people out there. Um, Matthew Vos is out there. Also, also Matthew Modine, <laughs> Bond for lots of people. Andy Volhop, everybody, everybody on Twitter talking about the show. Pussy Lake, uh, Pussy Lake. Uh, all, all of our all of our followers uh, are out there spreading the word. So uh, so listen, guys. Thank you again. Um, uh, have we talked about everything? Go listen to Stop Podcasting Yourself, Jordan Just to Go, Sound of Young America, um, Josh John Hodge. Josh John Hodgman, a whole kit and caboodle. And thank you, as always. You're the best. Uh, this very final question was sent in by Christina Curtis. Thank you, Christina. It's by Yahoo Answers user Marissa Ventura, who asks, Help! My boyfriend keeps shouting Illuminati during sex. <laughs> I'm Justin McElroy. I'm Travis McElroy. I'm Griffin McElroy. He's been my brother, my brother, me. He's your dad. Square on the lips. Keep your heart three stacks. Keep your heart. Hey, keep your heart three stacks. Keep your heart. Man, these girls are smart. Three stacks. These girls are smart. Play your part.